Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Ah, hello, hello, hello. And welcome to the Morgan Men Sports Podcast, SoundCloud.com, Google Play Podcast, wherever you may be getting your podcast, make sure you subscribe for the latest sports info around you. So guys, I do want to go ahead and apologize for the lack of podcasts. I am starting to work my way into a schedule so I could keep this constant for you guys and give you the best news as possible. And I'm going to be learning how to do like more like improvements to the podcast itself. And of course, I'm going to be buying me a SoundCloud Pro membership because the free one, you only get three hours of uh, like music time. Well, just audio time in general. So, um, since I got out of the way, let's go ahead and talk about the OWL, the Overwatch League. The Washington Justice, they have just released their team members. You got Kate Mitchell, the assistant general manager of the Washington Esports. Heung Siok, uh, if I'm pronouncing that right, is the head coach, Keong Imali, is the assistant coach, Mark Osbill. Osbeozel, Rigish, Aaron Hickman, Michael Sikianjung, and Kananian Carmen. Sorry if I butchered your name. I am sorry. I don't know these players. And I don't know who they look like, but I'm going to get better involving myself in the OWL and CWL community because I was huge in it back in the Black Ops 2 era. So I'm trying to get back into it now with more games involved. And I just, uh, on Twitter the other day, I was tweeting to Atlanta Rain because they were promoting February 14th, so that way they could show the world what they're made of. And all, by all means, I love almost all kind of Atlanta teams. No, no, granted, now I do not like the Hawks or the Braves. I just, I just cannot stand baseball and basketball. I can stand, but I'm a more of a Toronto Raptors fan. But whenever it comes to football, of course, the Falcons. Uh, the new football league, um, I forget the the name of the association, but it's Atlanta legends. Of course, I'm going to be a fan of that. And then whenever it comes to gaming, I'm going to be an Atlanta rain fan. So hopefully we'll bring home the trophy. Um, I'm predicting honestly, you know, a very good season for Atlanta rain, uh, and Atlanta rain. If you are listening to this, I'm cause I'm, you know, I'm going to be tweeting you this. I'm welcoming you to the podcast. I am definitely welcoming you to the podcast because I got a question for you about that last member of your roster reveal video on your YouTube channel. I do got to ask you about that because that kind of makes me wonder because now now you will have to explain it to me because like I said, I I haven't been watching none of these OWL matches since last season. This I'm like fresh to this. So I'm going to be breaking the news to you guys as I go with it. And we'll just see, you know, how it, how it goes. Optic Scump, I will have to say, or Optic Scumpy, however you say his name now, he's the MVP. I'm already just calling it. 
but we'll have to wait to see what the what the rest of the CWL season brings to us. But with that performance by Optic Scum, that was tremendous at Vegas throughout the whole series. Now I'd watched his very first match. Um, oh my gosh, uh, what was it like Philadelphia or something? Um, and of course I missed a second day because I was doing a little bit of Christmas shopping away from this podcast. Uh, and then the third day, E United, which is Championship Sunday, E United versus Optigaming at the Grand Finals of CWL Vegas. That right there was a monstrous performance by Optic Scum. And I'm like I said, I'm gonna I'm just calling it right now. He is the MVP of of course Vegas, but I believe he's gonna be the MVP for the rest of the season for Black Ops 4. And uh E United definitely put up a great show. But the one match that I've definitely wanted to watch, and I got to watch it, was day one, like opening day for the whole season, was FaZe versus Envy. FaZe won it out, uh, three wins over two wins. Uh, Envy, of course, had two wins, which was in game three and game four. Definitely tied it up right there. But And also, I had that feeling that Envy was going to do it. But they just they just slacked off. They have not adjusted to the Black Ops 4 theme. They're still stuck in World War II. Because that was the last Call of Duty before this one. But FaZe, they have adapted. Optic Gaming has adapted. And there's E, e United has adapted. There's a lot of teams who have adapted. But Envy, if you're if you're gonna be a two-time CWL champion. You, you gotta adjust. Yes, I know that these that you guys play like twenty four seven in your dark, you know, living rooms with your buddies and everything. But that that just didn't look like adjustment to me. <laughs> that just did not look like adjustment from World War Two to Black Ops Four. So honestly, I'm going ahead and put in my prediction right now for the finals. Now, Optic Gaming versus Phase. This is like the Georgia Alabama game. That we've been having for two years in a row. I'm comparing Optic and FaZe to Georgia Bulldogs versus the Alabama Crimson Tide. So the Miami Miracle. Oh oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. That right there was great. I loved it. I'm a fan of any team that goes up against the Patriots. Because it's a great day when the Patriots lose. But I will say this. There was an interview after after the Miami Miami Miracle. Somebody asked Tom Brady, is this going to be like the collapse of the New England Patriots ever since that loss to the Dolphins this past Sunday? He's like, no, they just, they just had, they did the right call and everything else like that. And, you know, even Bill Belichick said itself that that loss falls on him first before everybody else. And let me tell you, the, the Colts, the Colts beat the Houston Texans. I know, I know I'm late on this. I know I am late. But the Colts honestly are my low-key wild card winner. And then probably moving on to the divisional round. And let's just say, you know, they're gonna uh I don't know. Uh who who would be in the wild card? Uh well, divisional round. Probably I'd say probably the Texans again. Honestly. 
that that would be my pick because the Texans right now, if I'm not mistaken, I think are nine and four. Nine and four, yes, nine and four because the Falcons are four and nine. So I'm getting to them here in a second. But uh, but the Houston Texans, I still believe, are a legitimate challenger for going to the Super Bowl this year and being becoming the next New England Patriots. Like I said on my second ever podcast of the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. The Atlanta Falcons uh, just fell to 4-9 to uh, the Green Bay Packers this past Sunday. And now we got the Arizona Cardinals coming up this coming Sunday at the time of this podcast. And uh, I have that gut feeling. I have that gut feeling that we're going to lose to the Cardinals. And if we lose to the Arizona Cardinals, I I actually ran a poll on my Twitter account stating if the Atlanta Falcons lose this Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals, Steve Sarkeesian and Mark Juan Manuel will be fired. Either both or just one of them. Of course, no one's voted right now on the Twitter poll. Because even though I put the hashtag Falcons and hashtag Cardinals, that is still my prediction. That if we lose to the Arizona Cardinals, one of the two, Steve Sarkeesian or Marco Emanuel, will be fired. And I believe, I have a strong case, honestly, that it will be Steve Sarkeesian being fired this coming Sunday. Or at least Monday. So that way they could give him time to get some rest and watch the film. And <laughs> saying, oh, oh yeah, by the way, you're fired. That that's that's just gonna be just epic. Um Mike McCarthy, the former Green Bay Packers head coach, is still currently the favorite to be landed a job in Atlanta for offensive coordinator, and I would be jumping up and down in my seat for that. Low key, yes, McCarthy might have made some bad calls back then, but you gotta think about it. If you have Dan Quinn, who has won a Super Bowl from Seattle, then you put in Mike McCarthy or Josh McDaniels. This will be an explosive offense to reckon with in the 2019 season and beyond. And I, I would honestly fear the Atlanta Falcons next season if they land either Mike McCarthy or Josh McDaniels. Now, defensive coordinator, I, I really don't keep up with them. I mostly keep up with the offensive side of the ball. But um, who, whoever gets it defensively, I've been hearing that it's going to be the Dallas defensive coordinator. I need to check my sources on that one, but the, that was the last I've heard from Yahoo Sports Insider that uh, that a Dallas whoever the Dallas defensive coordinator is is going to land a job in Atlanta for a defensive coordinator. But right now, Steve Sarkeesian should be fired for the bad play calling. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, it's not their fault. It, it, it's not. The run game is just horrible. And they have nothing going on offense. Yeah, they had that like spark you know, after week five. But after that, that was it. So, Steve Sarkeesian... Uh, hopefully you could get it right and hopefully you could keep your job. But honestly, if you lose to the Arizona Cardinals this Sunday, uh, I just want to wish you well. 
because we're we're going to get Mike McCarthy or Josh McDaniels. I would hope, really, honestly, Mike McCarthy, because Mike McCarthy would definitely make a great fit in the Atlanta offensive scheme. Because Green Bay, they sort of... I know they run like a Vikings and a Bears offense because that's their like biggest rifles right now because they're all in the same division, of course. But the Green Bay Packers, they sort of do, in ways, run a Falcons offense but it's more lenient towards a Vikings offense because that that's their biggest rival, really. Um, well, the biggest one is the Chicago Bears and the Packers, but the second one would be the Vikings and the uh, Packers. And All right, let's go on to the NBA right quick. Uh, I haven't been following any of the games, but the way the season is looking going right now, I'm actually fixing to pull up the whole entire NBA schedule. And I'm actually going to go to uh, standings. You got the Toronto Raptors, number one in the Eastern Conference, at 22 wins, 7 losses. Guys, Toronto Raptors is, you know, they, they've always been good. I will say this, but like I said, I have never, I haven't watched... None of the games this season, which I'm I'm planning on it. So the top five in the Easter Conference is, of course, the Raptors, the Bucks, 76ers, Pacers, and the Celets. The Celets haven't been good because I actually follow a girl on Facebook. Uh, she she keeps up with the Celets, and uh, she said that each game is just horrible to watch with them. And then in the Western Conference, this right here is interesting. You got the OKC Thunder, you got the Golden State Warriors, the Nuggets, Clippers, and the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, we'll have to say, now I have been keeping up with this, but the LeBron situation in, 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 you know, in LA, it's working out. It is working out to the point now where the Lakers used to be the most horrible team ever since uh, Kobe Bryant left. But but now here's here's LeBron. He's made the Lakers from zero to hero. Now, of course, I don't understand why the Thunder is number one because it should be the Golden State Warriors. Because the Thunder, they have 17 wins and 8 losses and the Warriors have 19 wins and 9 losses. Maybe that's the factor in it that the the loss is just keeping them separate. But honestly, just the way this picture looks right now. And if they went, you know, with the whole scheme of, you know, four, four teams, the top four teams in in the Eastern and the Western Conference goes off. You know, the Lakers would be out of it this year. But next year. Give them time, and they would be number one in the Western Conference, and it would be be continuously the Lakers and the Warriors. That 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 right there would just be explosive. Uh, but like with the Cleveland Cavaliers, the the Cavaliers, I'll just say them because that's that's a big like word to say. But the Cavaliers had. Now had went from hero to zero, and the Lakers went from zero to hero. (laughs) 
But but still, this is the tryout season for the Lakers. I wouldn't say that they would get in it, but if they do, I would feel like LeBron would take them to the finals and win it this year. And then it'll be just like the the Cavaliers, where LeBron won it that one time, you know, since his return. And then after that, he'll take them to the finals and lose every single time. And then after the fourth, after the fourth year of being a Laker, he's going to announce that he's going to move to say Atlanta, <laughs> saying that's the city of winners. Like he said for the Lakers from the from Cleveland. This guys, it's it's LeBron. He's just uh, oh my goodness. I am just I'm in a mix right now with LeBron James. Because he moved from Miami, won a title there, and then then went then yes, he went to Cleveland, won a title there. And then now he's going to the Lakers. He's going to win a title there. And then the rest of the, his like next three or four years, however long his contract was up for, then he's going to say, oh, yeah, I want to move to Atlanta. That's the, that's the city of winners right there. Really, dude? Like, just stay with one team. You want to you want a title with them. For goodness sakes, you're, you're getting an older age. I, I'm, I'm actually going to look it up right now of how old LeBron James is. All right, so, oh, oh, shoot. No, he ain't getting old. Okay, so he, okay, that that's my bad. I do apologize. Nigga, LeBron James is only 33 years old. Wow. Okay, so honestly, I would say then, uh, maybe, maybe seven more years. <laughs> seven more years. But see, but within that seven more years, within that seven more years, I predict two more teams will be under LeBron James's belt. And and if I would have to guess, if I would have to guess which team LeBron James would go for in the next seven years, I would honestly have to pick, because it ain't going to be the Heat, because he's already been there. I'd say the Nets... That because that that's the Eastern Conference, so I would say the Nets, and if it's the Western Conference, I'd say he'd go to the Rockets. I see LeBron James in one of those two jerseys in the next two years, the Nets or the Rockets. I I don't know if you can't see it, but I can see it because now now who's going to go to Atlanta? Who's going to go to the Hawks where six wins, 20 losses? That that right there. The, the Hawks, <sighs> I, I've seen their games, okay? I have seen their games. I actually went out to one of their live shows uh, here a while back. And um, it's just, I'm like, ugh, what are you doing? You know, you you had this guy wide open, you know, make make some make some more impressive three-shot skills son like my goodness i was in high school basketball and i was making three shots from halfway from the court the the center court now of course i didn't make every one of them but now i would now all right all right for my win-loss ratio on like half court shots was 
think maybe like a point thirty three <laughs> at at the most at the most a point thirty three for half court shots. But that's just that's just the point I'm getting at. So no one's gonna go to the Hawks. I'm sorry, but for the Eastern Conference, I see the Nets, and for the Western Conference, I see the Rockets as a team for LeBron James after he has his run in Los Angeles because he's going to go out and say, oh yeah, the, um, the Nets are the, the city of champions and everything else like that. And then he's going to win a title there. And then, then for, then like, you know, contract ends and he goes to the Rockets and said, oh yeah, this city has, you know, world world-class leaders and champions all around this place. I'm going to go here and play. <laughs> so that that's just my prediction. I don't see it happening, but if I do, I'll, I know I'll be right because everyone else will be silent. All right. So guys, <laughs> that's it. That, that is it for my show today. I sure hope you did enjoy. And if you did make sure you subscribe to my podcast, Until then, guys, have a nice evening or morning, wherever you're listening to it. Peace. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.